Hello and welcome to episode two of the How to Beat Exam Stress podcast for parents, teachers and tutors of children who are stuck in exam stress and revision hell. I am your host, Claire Yosa, bringing you practical inspiration to help your exam stress child in minutes, not months. And today we're going to get into why the difference between exam fear and confidence is about two inches. I'm not going crazy. Listen on to find out how you can use this technique to help your child. So some days, revision can flow, it's going well, and it's as though your child feels excited-ish by what they're learning. You can feel the breakthroughs they're making. They're soaring like that condor over the Andes. Other days, they're drowning in self-doubt and hidden fears, lashing out and about as cuddly as a Texan cactus. But what is the difference between fear and excitement or exam stress and exam confidence was something your child could learn to control? So back in 2003, when I was studying to become an NLP trainer, it's like the user manual for your brain, practical applied psychology, I discovered a little-known secret about my fears, and I still remember how I reacted to first hearing it. So I invite you to bear with me on this one before you pick up the rotten tomatoes to lob my way. The difference between fear and excitement is about two inches. Okay, for some people it can be about five inches, but the idea is the same. So what on earth am I talking about? Well, your body feels every thought you think. When we're stuck in our mind stories, diving into the drama of our fear of failure or worries about being overwhelmed by our to-do list, it's easy to get stuck on that thought train and fear will never escape. And your body holds the answers. So your body feels every thought you think. And if you can't think your way out of a problem, so if you can't talk your way out of exam stress, your body offers solutions. We feel every motion Every emotion we feel is at a point in our body somewhere. So for most of us, we experience the physical sensation of fear and nervousness somewhere in the stomach area. We've even got it in our language. We talk about that clenching of the stomach, the pit of the stomach, or having a gut instinct about something. And for most of us, excitement is pretty close by. We describe it as butterflies in the stomach. Most of us experience fear and excitement as affecting the digestive system. So since emotionals are a chemical reaction in the body, they are inextricably linked with our physical experience. So from a physical location perspective, the difference between the location of fear in the body and the location of excitement is often a couple of inches. Often, but not for everyone, fear is about two inches lower than excitement. Now bear in mind, here I'm talking about the kind of mind story fear that we feel when we've got a big project or challenge or change to work on, the kind of thing that's stretching a comfort zone, the sort that stops us from doing what we really want to do or say, rather than the genuine fear, legitimate fear, watch out, there's a saber-toothed tiger on the run and he's looking hungry. So the great news is that while your monkey mind is telling you stories of scared and anxious, you can shift the emotion to anticipation or excitement or confidence by working with the body. Now, we probably don't want our kids to feel excited about an exam. That's probably not something that's realistic unless they're Hermione Granger. But confidence 
calm confidence can be really useful. It calms the nervous system when they're revising. It allows the prefrontal cortex in the brain to function properly. That's the bit that's brilliant at spotting what the answers are that the exam marker is looking for. And when you can get your child in that state when they're revising, they get anchored into it. So when they sit down at the exam table, they're much more likely to feel calm and confident, to easily remember those answers rather than secretly freak out. Teaching your child that they can use their body, the physical location of the emotion and their posture to release fear and move into feeling confident can make a huge difference. When we're stuck in fear, your brain isn't interested in historical dates or proving mathematical formulae. It wants to decide whether to run, whether to fight, or to find the nearest tall tree to climb. So if your child is stressed and scared about their exams, they're going to struggle with revising. If you teach them how to shift easily from fear to feeling confident, they'll be able to think more clearly, retain information more easily and get better results. But before you teach it to your child, let's play with it for you. What is the difference between fear and confidence for you? Now, I want you to play with a three out of 10 here, okay? We're just doing little fears, little stresses, little worries. I want you to imagine something that you want to achieve, a dream you want to turn into reality, that you've been resisting, okay? So how to use the power of your intention to move from that scared or nervous into excitement and confidence. So start by thinking about something you feel really confident about. Allow yourself to totally dive into that feeling, holding the body the way you would be if you were doing that thing, imagining the things you're thinking about. And if you were to point a finger to where in your body that feeling is, where would you point? Just go with your instincts on this. Now think about something you want to do that you might feel a bit nervous or apprehensive about. And we're looking for a three out of 10 here, no biggies, okay? Notice where you feel that emotion, that nervousness, that apprehension. Take a moment to connect with the physical sensation. You might want to point a finger to it. Now imagine you're moving that emotion to the point in your body where you felt confidence. And you might even want to use your finger for this to drag one to the other. Notice what happens. What happens to the emotions you feel? What happens to the thoughts that you're thinking? How does your emotional state change when you consciously shift the physical point in your body from apprehension or stress to confidence? And for most of us, this simple technique is enough to turn that stress and worry into at least okay. And from okay, you can get to anticipation and then it's a much smaller step to confidence. And I've got a bonus MP3 on the show notes page to help you guide your child through this. To get that as my gift, it's beatexamstress.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero zero two. So moving from fear to confidence with exam stress doesn't just make you feel better. It shifts your focus away from problems towards potential solutions. It improves performance at whatever the task is. If you want to find out about the neuroscience behind the way this works, there's more information in the seven and a half 
exam stress quick fixes course I have. You can find that at beatexamstress.com forward slash quick fix. It gives you seven and a half exam stress relief techniques and also a whistle stop tour of how our fears affect our performance from your brain's point of view. And the more you play with this technique, the easier it becomes until you'll find it's a natural reaction and life becomes much less serious, more fun and more playful. So over to your exam stressed child, how might you teach this technique to them? You know your child best. How could you help them to connect with those really positive, confident memories? How might you encourage them to use their more confident posture whilst they're revising and in the exam? And how might you remind them to play with this if, you're fe- if they're feeling scared about their exams? I'd love to hear how you get on with this technique. Let me know via the comments at the show notes page, beatexamstress.com forward slash podcast forward slash 002. That's also where you can sign up for my free newsletter with weekly exam tips during the exam season, monthly, the rest of the year. And if you found this episode useful, please make sure you share it on social media, share it in any groups that you're part of where other parents might be looking for support with exam stress for their kids. I created the beatexamstress.com website because I want to help as many parents, tutors and teachers as possible to help kids to do their best in their exams without freaking out and perhaps even starting to enjoy the journey. Make sure you subscribe to the How to Beat Exam Stress podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you happen to be. And tune in again next week when we're going to be looking at how you can keep your cool when your kid is kicking off with exam stress. This one is so important. I hope it's going to make a huge difference for you. Have a fantastic week. I'll be back next time. 